Welcome to The Inside Source, the podcast that is everything sports marketing. From agents and athletes to large and small brands, we are your number one source for inspiration on how to work with athletes. Derek, what's up, man? What's up, Drew? How are you doing? I'm good, man. Awesome, awesome. We'll let some people get in here. Appreciate your time today. How are you doing? Good, man. Just getting home, uh, doing second job, being a daddy. <laughs> That's the best job, man. I got two little ones at home, and uh, there's uh, there's nothing better. There's nothing better. Are you in Charlotte right now? Where are you at? Yes, yeah, so I live in Charlotte. Um, I have a uh, two-year-old and a um, eight-month-old. Good for you, so. man. Good for you. All right. Well, hey, let's kick this thing off. Everybody, welcome to the Inside Source Live. I'm your host, Drew Butler. We're doing a really cool series right now. We're going to IG Live with some influential figures in college athletics, guys who are in the pros right now, guys who have seen it and done it all on the college side. Because as you know, if you follow Icon Source, we are on the cutting edge of the largest change in college athletics in over 100 years. And that, of course, is going to be happening in less than 30 days where student athletes are finally going to be able to make money off their name, image, and likeness. So we have an awesome guest today. Please welcome in Derek Brown. Derek's a defensive tackle for the Carolina Panthers. He was the seventh overall pick a year ago, 2019 SEC Defensive Player of the Year, an absolute stud. He beat up on my Georgia Bulldogs a couple of times, and now he is dominating up in Charlotte with the Carolina Panthers. So, Derek, thanks so much for being here. Look, I'm from the Atlanta area. I know where you're from. It's right up the road from where my house is right now. But for everybody tuning in, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, where are you from? Where did you play high school ball? And what, what took you to Auburn? Yeah, man. Um, so I grew up in a, a small town called Sugar Hill. Um, just on the move now, so it's definitely a to to that big. And then that's my two-year-old slamming the door. And <laughs> I grew up in Sugar Hill. Went to Lanier High School in Sugar Hill. Um, you know, I, I, I had some good years there. You know, that springboarded me to be able to have the opportunity to play in college. Um, end up going to end up going to um, Auburn. Oh, with Coach G and Coach Malzahn and, you know, I mean, they were the biggest part of my recruitment. And, you know, when I got there, you know, it just – I felt like I made the best decision um, moving forward. It was it was the best decision for me, best decision for my family. Yeah, Coach Garner, actually, I'm an old guy. I'm 32. He was a coach at Georgia when I played there. Awesome dude. Players coach. Unbelievable recruiter. So it's no question as to why you ended up in Auburn. And, of course, y'all had – some great success there, some exciting wins. And Auburn's an amazing place to play college football. Look, I played in Athens at Georgia, but you go around the SEC and you just find out how amazing these college towns are and how much their fan bases support them. You were an absolute star at Auburn. Uh, talk to me about just how much you enjoyed the town, the city, really the university as a whole that propelled you to becoming a top 10 pick in the NFL draft. Oh uh, man, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I love Auburn. You know, I love Auburn to this day, and I forever will. You know, Auburn's a special place. Holds a special place in my heart, me and my family. And my brother's still there now. And uh, you know, it's nice to be able to go back here and there. But I mean, just you know, the people in the town. I mean, they're just so welcoming when we were down there through my four years stretch. It was, it was, it was second to none in my opinion because we were like it was almost like when people say that they talk about the family atmosphere, this and there. Like this is something that. that the people at Auburn live, no matter from the teachers to the students, the academic staff to the AD. I mean, it's just, you know, people with a care with the charisma's attitude asking, how can we help? What can we do to help? Um, just 
you know, having coaches that, you know, care about you outside of football, and that's the biggest thing. And, I mean, you know, like you said, like Coach G being a player's coach, I mean, that, you know, that that runs that runs for a long time. And um, there's not many. It's not – I'm not going to say they're all like that. But, uh, you know, you know how it goes. But uh, it's, it's special when you got one round. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I think you bring up a great point, you know, places like Auburn. People just want to help you out. They want to see you succeed. Coach G pushed you because he knew you had greatness inside of you and you became a top 10 pick and now you're having success at the next level. There's no doubt about that. The culture they build, the success they have. Let's let, kind of take a turn and keep Auburn in mind because we're 30 days out from a massive change in college athletics. One that you would have certainly benefited from in a major way as you became a superstar at the national level while you're at Auburn and that student athletes being able to be compensated off their name, image, and likeness. Now let's take Auburn for example. Okay, there are two pro sports teams in the state of Alabama, Auburn football and Alabama football, right? I mean, it is the biggest show in town. There is no question about it. You guys are absolutely in high demand because the fan bases love you guys. Take yourself back a couple years in college. If this opportunity was presented to you to be able to be compensated off your name, image, and likeness, tell me how that would have changed your college experience uh, and what that would have done for you on a personal level. Uh, I, I look, I, I think about this all the time. I mean, I'm, you know, I've always tried to push for it. Um, and it's been one of those things where, you know, I look back at it and, you know, so I had my first kid when I was in college. And, you know, I think about that and that aspect financially and being able to do things that way. But I think, I mean, just from the beginning, it would have been nice to be able to, you know, earn more. You know, I, I appreciate the scholarship, but, I mean, the, the money that the schools make off of the sports, I mean, is outrageous. And, I mean, you just see it go from the NFL to the collegiate. I mean, you're doing the same thing, playing the same game, and, I mean, you make a lot more money in the league than you do playing college football. And, you know, I just think about it now. And, I mean, also I think it would help with the financial growth of people. I mean, yeah. a lot of guys go to college, they never had any, any real money to themselves. So, when then you – get to the league and you get money and, you know, a lot of guys piss it away. And, you know, it's, that's the one thing I've always like, you know, been like, you know, between me and my financial advisor and my team, it, it's basically been like, what can we do to be able to get return on the investments that I make and not lose any money? And I mean, just, you know, I grew up, you know, I, I grew up in a middle-class family. I didn't, we didn't have everything. Um, but you know what? I mean, I watched my parents work hard for everything that we ever got. So, you know, I think just having a different approach about money, I mean, because, I mean, it's one thing to talk about it, but it's one thing to have it and then be able to see it see it grow or watch it go because, I mean, so many times we, we talk about it, we talk about it, we talk about it, but unless somebody truly has the income that the person that's talking about, um, unless they have it, it doesn't matter what they say. I mean, it's just, it's just noise at that point. Yeah, yeah, you bring up a fantastic point. And the funny thing is the conversations we have at Icon Source is this. July 1st is coming, and there's nothing stopping it. Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, New Mexico out west, Arizona later on in the month of July. It's here, and it's going to happen. I think from a university standpoint, Derek, you bring up a great point. They're hiring education and consulting firms to teach these student athletes about financial literacy they're hiring brand marketing and brand building and marketing companies that will teach the student athletes how to build their social media, monetize it, capitalize, uh, set themselves up to capitalize. And then there's disclosure and monitoring companies that just want to help the student athletes have a way to disclose what they're doing. 
Now, where Icon Source comes in and where you would have been a perfect fit is that Derek Brown, who has one now, a professional profile, could have created a profile on Icon Source and the brands can sign up for Icon Source as well and send deals directly to you. So after you have that education for financial literacy, you can come on over to Icon Source and actually realize your name, image, and likeness. Get that money that you deserve because for all the casual fans that understand NIL, it's not the universities paying the student athletes on top of the scholarships. It is the student athlete earning what they deserve off their performances, not only in the classroom, but on the field, which you have done at a very, very high level. So taking that into the NFL, Derek, you're with the Carolina Panthers now. Life's certainly different, but there's a little bit of sense of normalcy coming back. OTAs are going on right now. Uh, how do you feel heading into your second season in the NFL? Uh, man, I feel more confident. Um, you know, I think that's the biggest thing. You know, when I was a rookie, it was – it was hard um, being able to, you know, learn on the fly. I mean, it made it sounds easy, but, you know, when you got COVID, you can't get in the building until August. And, you know, you're just looking at an iPad for four or five hours a day and trying to figure out and, remember, and memorize plays is hard. But, you know, I, I'm a guy that has to walk through it before we do anything. So, I mean, when we sit there and we go over, th we go over things and we walk through things, you know, it's been – it's been ten times better. I mean, just getting back used to the, getting back used to the call, getting back used to the system. Um, working Coach Snow, Coach Frank, Coach Wu, and the team. I mean, it's been it's been great getting back to it. And the one thing that's positive about us is we get to know each other more now than just showing up and saying August, okay, well, hey, y'all got a month to replay. So come on, and you know that's the special part of it. Yeah, no question. I know last year was certainly interesting with limited to no fans in the NFL stadiums. That'll be different this year. It seems like we're going to be at full capacity nationwide. Do you expect any atmosphere to come close to Jordan Hare uh, on a Saturday in the fall, or are you excited to find out maybe places that you're going to play at at the NFL level will kind of bring the same juice that Jordan Hare has in the fall? I, I've played there. It's one of the best atmospheres in all of college. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, man, you know, I love Jordan Hare. Um, you know, I, I really haven't got a chance to see uh, the Bank of America full yet, but uh, I heard it's a show as well, man. So, you know, I love Jordan Hare, and, you know, I, I can't wait to see Bank of America feel, man, and see how our fans get. Um, you know, like you said last year, no fans was – it's truly like one of those moments where, like, when you're in the game, you're so focused, you can't hear everything yeah. that's going on in the stadium. Something good happens, you hear everything. But then, like, this year, it was just almost like something good happened. It's like it's like a summer. It's like a fall camp scrimmage. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a good point. No, no, yeah, you just go. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, it makes a ton of sense. I never had to do that as far as playing a game with no fans. But I can only imagine just how, just how different it was, just how awkward it was. I'm sure those fans will be really fired up to be back in the stadium, especially up there in Charlotte, to cheer you guys on. All right. Let's kind of wrap this thing up. We're going to bring it back to college, though, because I want some of your personal thoughts and opinions. I've been to Auburn many times, love Mama G's. If you could have picked one brand that could you have worked with while you were in college to capitalize, really stamp your name on it and say Derek Brown supports this brand, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's a company that started in Auburn, uh, do you have any that come to mind that you would have said, you know what, I would have loved to have partnered with them when I was in school? Uh, I think there's a place called, uh, it was like uh, Panty George. It's a uh, restaurant down in Auburn. And, man, I'm telling you, from the time you know, we started having that, <laughs> I think we had we had uh, Panty G's after every week. on the, We had family dinner on Sundays. 
Man, you talking about we started playing better, everything. So there you go. That's the secret sauce right there. Stamp oh, yeah. approval from Derek Brown to say, I would have said Penny Joe's. Is that what you said it's called? Penny G's. Penny G's. All right. Well, Penny G's, free shout out for you there. Derek Brown, huge fan. I might have to go out there and check it out, see if I can get some success from it as well. What if you were filling out your icon source profile while you were in college? What's something that you would have put on there? that maybe people would not have known about you, a, a like that you have, a hobby, an interest that maybe some brands would have found out and said, wow, Derek Brown would be perfect fit for our upcoming campaign. Um, I like to do a lot of different things. Um, real estate is something that, you know, I've, I've ventured out into. Awesome. Uh, I, I, I actually like, love that space. So trying to learn and, you know, learn and figure out everything, man. That's, that's my whole goal is off season. And, you know, I've, did some things here and there, but, uh, you know, just try to, you know, not only create wealth for myself, but, you know, make a generational wealth and, you know, carry it on to my family and be able to do for those that have done for me for a long time and, you know, not take away from my family. I mean, that's been the biggest thing for me. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, good for you. That's, uh, that's a great space to be in. Like you said, create some generational wealth, really immerse yourself with that knowledge and see what opportunities come from it if you could go back right now at a team meeting at auburn you know obviously student athletes are about to be back on campus and tell them some piece of advice as this new nil era opens up for college sports what would you say two years into the nfl a lot of success at the college level how would you tell these guys at auburn right now or girls if they're a successful female student athlete at a great university like auburn what would you tell them how to position themselves any pieces of advice that you would uh, give them? Uh, I think my best advice for them would be you got to find somebody to, you got to find somebody to put, to be able to put that on thing on co-pilot because you got to be able to play for it and you, for you to make any money off the field. And, um, you got to find somebody you trust. Um, I would find somebody with some financial backgrounds. Um, it's, it's cool and all, you know, that everybody's going to be open, but you know, as we know, everybody won't have the same opportunity yeah. that, every other as every other guy but the biggest thing is going to be you know it's going to be interesting to see how those guys who do have the opportunity how they manage because as i've learned that a lot of a lot of stress comes a lot of stress comes off the field i yeah. mean a lot of things that you do that you want to venture out and do and you know put your name on it you know that that adds on to it you got to figure out how to deal with that before you can ever make any second move uh towards it and, you know, I think, you know, that's going to be the biggest thing, you know. And, you know, it's been a push. I've been behind it. But, you know, it's it's also a worry of mine, too, because, you know, seeing it on the other side now when you have time and you have money, um, no matter if you're doing good things, whatever, if you're doing bad, you know, it, it, it's got its effects. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. If you're not taking care of business in the classroom and you're not performing well during practice, you're probably not going to play on Saturday, and those opportunities won't be there for you. Some guys will have massive opportunity. Other people will play their way into opportunity. But we at Icon Source truly believe that this is a new bucket that's being opened up. There are 460,000 student-athletes. There are 50-plus different sport disciplines in college. And there are brands, there are fan bases, there are avid supporters who are looking for the opportunity to engage with those student athletes and find some great authentic endorsement opportunities for them. So we're fired up to provide that platform for all student athletes and all brands. Derek, we're proud that you're on Icon Source right now as a professional. 
Rosenhaus Sports, and you guys are rocking and rolling, and, and we are really thrilled for you and for all your continued success here with the Carolina Panthers. Any last pieces of advice, last shout-outs you want to give before we wrap this thing up? Uh, man, you know, I, I just want to say, you know, take advantage of this, um, this opportunity. You know, a lot of people fought for a long time to have this opportunity available to the guys that's in, participating in college football and the girls as well. Um, take advantage of it. There's somebody out there that's willing to work with you, but, you know, never never forget what your bread and butter is, what got you to this point. It's perfect, man. That's a that's a great way to wrap this up. For all the student-athletes that are tuning in, go create your profile on Icon Source today. Download the app. Things are going live July 1st. We are so excited to be on the cutting edge of this historic change in college sports. For Derek Brown, thank you so much for joining us, my man. Best of luck this upcoming season with the Carolina Panthers. It's been a pleasure doing this. I'm Drew Butler. We'll see you tomorrow, Inside Source Live with Aaron Murray at 11.30 a.m. Eastern time. Derek, thanks so much, my man. Have a good one. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Inside Source. Every week, hear what brands, agents, and athletes have to say about sports marketing. If you would like to reach me directly, you can email me, chase at iconsource.com. Have a great day.